What's going on, you guys? Welcome to episode 32 of Who Gives a Dram. And on today's episode, we are going to be reviewing a special committee release, the 2021 committee release of Ardbeg Scorch. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to episode 32 of Who Gives a Dram. 32 episodes in, we're on the Magic Johnson episode. Uh, Quite arguably the greatest point guard of all time. Um, And the Lakers aren't going to the NBA Finals this year. So kind of feel good about that, even though I don't really care about the NBA a whole lot. Um, I kind of just try to stick to the Celtics, uh, Celtics news when I can. But you guys, today's episode, listen, there's one thing, there's one thing that comes to mind on today's episode. Hopefully YouTube doesn't take this down. Dude, that's exactly what I get. We're we're already going into the tasting notes of the whiskey that we're drinking, you guys, because... When I drink Ardbeg Scorch, that's what I get. I drink Ardbeg Scorch and I and I taste that. <laughs> I taste that song in my mouth. You understand? Um, but seriously, guys, thanks for tuning into another episode. We have a a fantastic whiskey to do today. I mean, I we were lucky enough to pick up a bottle of Ardbeg Scorch by our uh, from our local. Our favorite liquor store, Wyoming Package Store. Shout out to my guys over there at Wyoming Package. Um, if you're in the if you're in the area, if you're in southeastern Connecticut, Rhode Island, go check out um, go check out uh, uh, Wyoming Package Store. Seriously, the best the best package store in the area with the best whiskeys. And um, we had special ordered a a different single malt scotch um, that I will be reviewing on the podcast at a different time, and. They said that they had an Ardbeg Scorch available, and um, my dad didn't know what it was, but when when they told him that it was a very limited release, um, my dad, being the smart man that he is, picked it up knowing that I would like it. So um, that is the benefits of being the firstborn. You still get, you're still the parent's favorite. So... Um, that should prove to my brother and sister that I'm the favorite because uh, uh, my dad picked up this whiskey especially for me. So uh, I'm happy about that because this stuff's hard to get. And I didn't understand uh, entirely, that, entirely that this is the committee release. So there's two different releases of Ardbeg Scorch this year or you know, only this year. It's a limited release for 2021 that was released on Ardbeg Day. Uh, June fifth, I think, and uh, there's the there's the 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 retail release, I guess, that's getting distributed, not widely, but uh, more, um, you know, more bottles are circulating of of a forty six percent Ardbeg Scorch release. This is the committee release that was released within the committee before Ardbeg Day, um, and it's at, bottled at fifty one point seven percent. So I believe that's technically cask strength. Um, non-chill filtered, uh, single malt scotch whiskey, Agent X bourbon cast, double charred, extra charred, extra crispy, 
And uh, we're going to get right into this tasting, you guys, because um, I have already gotten into this with my dad. I posted a, a Instagram picture of it last week or two weeks ago. I don't, I don't even remember at this point. Um, and we enjoyed it then. We cracked it open then. Very, very good things about it. I've given a few samples out to some of my close buddies who uh, who, who uh, I know would enjoy it. So um, a little bit more is gone. But we're going to crack this open again today. I'm actually going to crack it open right now, you guys. I'm going to let it sit in my snoot glass for a little bit. Don't eat a lot. 51.7%. Well, how, I want to know how everyone's week was. Uh, how was everybody's week? I had I had a good week on my end. Um, Loki is out on Disney Plus, and I know we're not a TV and movie podcast, but um, we hint we talked a little bit about WandaVision and uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. I think uh, on this podcast, I know we talked about WandaVision a little bit. Um, Loki is by far the best show of the three um, so far. Two episodes in, it's fantastic. It's WandaVision was close. Um, looking back at it, the first two episodes of WandaVision weren't didn't even hold a candle to the first two episodes of Loki. But uh, looking back as a series, WandaVision is is close behind Loki, but not very close. Loki's pretty far ahead, and then Falcon Winter Soldier is just way in the back. That show sucked, and I hate to say that because my boy Bucky Barnes, aka Sebastian Stan. Um, He's handsome as all hell, and I wish I could say that that show was good, but they, they did my boy Bucky wrong in Captain America, or uh, in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, and that's that's disappointing, because that show had the potential. But Loki is fantastic. If you haven't checked out Loki, go check it out on Disney+, Plus because that show rules. And Tom Hiddleston is the perfect Loki. We knew he was a perfect Loki since Thor 1. But like this, this this is almost a character study of Loki, and it just you you can tell that Tom Hiddleston was born to play this role, and um, it's just it's perfect. It's 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 I don't have any complaints on it so far. So I'm I'm and I'm and I'm glad that they decided to go on Wednesday after or Wednesday releases because Fridays were nice, but sometimes I couldn't get to the show until like the. Um, like the following week because i was just busy you know we, we got shit to do on the weekends you know we got got to get some work done got to get the podcast done got to get family stuff done got to get work around the house done sometimes i didn't have time for for uh uh the scarlet witch and vision and bucky barnes and sam wilson and the falcon but wednesday nights i make time for loki now i make time for my boy loki and mo uh owen wilson's Owen, what is Owen Wilson's character's name in that um, show? What's his name is Mo- <laughs> his name is Mobius M. Mobius. So redundant. <laughs> Mobius M. Mobius. Uh, top five. Uh, comic book character movie uh, name of all time, maybe? Um, yeah, this show is awesome. Mobius M. Mobius. I wonder what, like, the, 
the creator of that character was thinking must have been must have been so drunk like uh, uh hey we got a new sh- we got a new comic uh coming out we have a new character coming out in the marvel in the marvel uh, um you know in marvel comics uh he needs to be he's going to be part of something called the tva and we need him to be kind of like the head of it but he needs to have a little bit of a of a relatable side to him um probably in the future like 50 years down the line we're gonna have him cast by owen wilson uh so based on that information what should we name this character and the guy just thinks about it for five minutes has a feathered pen and then just his thinking takes his glasses off rubbing his eyes then he goes drops his pen and goes i got it what what what's what's the name what's the name tell us tell us we're 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 we're, we're waiting at the end of our at the edge of our seats here come on mobius and mobius and then he walks out of the room i am i can only imagine that's how that character name went down i i, I mean how else would it go down? The guy who made that character was definitely using a feathered pen. Mobius M. Mobius. That sounds like a composer from the 1300s. Owen Wilson kind of looks like a composer from the 1300s anyway. That's appropriate. Owen Wilson kind of looks like Mozart. <laughs> really? Does he? I think he does. By the way, speaking of Owen Wilson, we are not even talking about whiskey so far, but we're drinking our bag scored. So I hope you guys are drinking whiskey with me. But um, I watched Night at the Museum 2 last night, and Owen Wilson plays Jedediah. And uh, those are some of the most underrated movies of all time. Um, the first one, the second one, and the third one are all fantastic. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. But... Uh, those, those movies ruled and Owen Wilson looks like Mozart. Um, but yeah, that show is awesome. You guys, I'm already getting into the nose of this art bag, by the way. I want to just jump right into this episode today. Um, oh, I meant to say this at the beginning of the episode. You guys, um, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Cause once I hit a hundred subscribers on YouTube, I am going to release my merch store and I got some really cool merch um lined up i have uh some sweatshirts a few different styles of t-shirts and i'm working on getting some other stuff as well uh developed and i'm really excited to release it and it's going to be a great way to support the show if you want to support the show um or you don't have to it's not a big deal if you don't but uh i want to hit a i want to hit 100 subscribers on youtube so that's my goal I'm giving a little initiative to everybody to subscribe. It takes one second to subscribe. It takes you just literally hit a button. Just literally, you just literally all I have to do is touch a button for a second and you're subscribed and you can forget about it. Unless you like the show and you want to be notified when I'm when I release an episode, even though it's every single Wednesday, um, obviously, because I've been releasing every single Wednesday for months now. So yeah, you, you guys should do that. You should go go and go and subscribe. And I'm I'm kind of all over the place today. It's it's early in the afternoon on a Saturday. Um, it's kind of hot outside, and um, I I went I smoked a cigar last night. Um, what kind of cigar? Oh, I smoked a um, uh, 
what's it called? Brick, brick house, mighty, no, mighty brick, brick house, mighty, mighty, uh, cigar, brick, mighty, Let's see what it's called, brick house, mighty, mighty, and I've smoked those before, I thought they were, I, I think they're really good, um, and I had to pour up lanterns to go with it, I saw, I saw my friend Nick Bossy, who does my intro music, uh, he was performing live at a cigar bar, and they had Blantons for thirteen dollars a pour. And she, this this bartender, gave us it was at least a three ounce pour, if not closer to a four ounce pour. So twenty five dollars for a stick and a pour of, and a heavy pour of Blantons, enjoying enjoying some live music. I take it every every day of the week if I could. Um, so I enjoyed that. Um, but I kind of got like I don't know if it was the heat, but I was like, I was a bit more, more uh, tipsy, I guess, than than I ever have been after a pour and a cigar. So I didn't wake up with a hangover this morning, but I was tired. So that was strange. Um, maybe that's what happens when you get old. I am turning twenty five soon, so maybe that's what happens when you turn twenty five, quarter century old. Um. But yeah, but yeah. So basically, what I'm trying to say is my head's all over the place today. But um, I can't record tomorrow because it's Father's Day. So I do want to say, um, before we go on with the tasting, Happy Father's Day to everybody. Uh, every, you know, Father's Day. Obviously, my dad is uh, is a uh, one of the most integral parts of my life. One of my best friends, someone I look up to. Um, but. And I'm always happy, to, you know, I'm always happy to spend the time with him on Father's Day and, you know, all the other great fathers out there in my life, my Uncle Big John, um, my Uncle Glenn, my Uncle Mike, uh, my Uncle Craig, um, my cousin Seth, Jake, um, newly f- appointed father Dean, um, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody, but, uh, yeah, I'm not forgetting anybody, but um, y- you know, I- I'm I'm very lucky to know all these great fathers in my life. Uh, but this, I-, I bet this, you know, one thing I think about, and I started thinking about it more this year, um, is that this this Father's Day and Mother's Day too must be tough for those who don't have a father or a mother, and uh, this is the day that maybe you you think about them uh, a little bit more and you, you know they're not there for you to uh you know to be with so um happy father's day to to those that don't have a father as well because um i know this day must be tough for you guys and i i'm lucky enough to have my dad um but there are several people that don't so um, you know, I hope you guys enjoy this day as well, and I hope you guys, you know, have, you know, make the best of the day despite what the circumstances might be. So I was, you know, I'm just, lu- I'm lucky to have to have my dad to know so many good dads, and um, you know, I love drinking scotch with my dad. So uh, without further ado, we're gonna start drinking scotch on the podcast because I got Ardbeg Scorch in front of me. So a little bit about Ardbeg Scorch, you guys. It's like I said, this is the 2021 committee release. Um, it's aged in X bourbon casks and what they call 
dragon charred casks. So they're basically just double charred, extra charred. And when they double char the barrels, um, it creates cracks within the barrels that the whiskey's aging in, essentially giving the whiskey a little bit more surface area to absorb the wood flavor. So um, this is going to be a heavily, heavily oaked um, scotch. And that's exactly what I got from it the first time around. And um, just just having it be an oak bomb. But they call this um, alligator skin because, there's the, you know, the, the oak barrels begin to obtain ripples from that extra char, from the extra crispiness, the, bur- the burning of the, of the barrel. Um, so there's, you know, there's a lot of reptile stuff going on with this, with this dram, you guys. There's, there's, uh, it's, you know, it's called Scorch, and that Scorch is based on a dragon that Ardbeg says, Ardbeg says comes in and chars uh, their barrels in Warehouse, I think it's Warehouse 3, that they say uh, the dragon comes in and scorches the casks. It's kind of like a folklore there um, in Islay. And, uh, I mean, it's awesome. That's why I think of Game of Thrones. That's why I played the song at the beginning. Because uh, dragons and Game of Thrones basically go hand in hand. Um, but this is distilled by Ardbega, guys. It's single malt. Uh, no age statement that I can find. Um, I don't know how, how long this has been aged for. Uh, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I just I couldn't find it. Um, it's 51.7% uh, uh, ABV or 103.4 proof. Um, so this is what I believe to be cask strength uh, scotch. And we paid $150 for this bottle. And I don't know what the committee release is MSRPing at, but I'm going to assume it's around there. So we're basing it on $150. Uh, for the value of the whiskey so without for let's let's get right into it let's just let's get this this nose done because it smells so good and we've got i pulled the uh the notes straight from ardbeg.com for today um to to help us determine what uh we should be smelling now this is the 46 percent uh Ardbeg Scorch release, and I'll put a picture of the difference between the committee release bottle and the the widely released bottle, I guess, or the other release. Um, so this should be taken with a grain of salt, um, no pun intended, because you know Ardbeg scotches are typically pretty salty. Um, that was a whiskey joke. That was a bad whiskey joke. <laughs> But um, uh, so, so we'll, we'll we'll see if there's any if there's any uh, uh, similarities between the two. So what I get on the nose right away, and I've seen a few reviews on this, and I am going to stray away from a lot of reviews uh, that I've seen. Uh, I don't get a lot of peat on the nose. On uh, uh, I don't get any peat at all, almost. There's definitely peat there, but you can almost tell that this is a cast strength because the alcohol is on the forefront, which is I typically don't get from Ardbeg um, scotches. Typically, that peat is there forefront. I'm getting a lot more oak and smoke. I'm not even necessarily getting that that um, 
that smokiness a lot. It's there. It's very oak forward. I get a lot of brininess. Um, I get a lot of saltiness. Definitely is a reminder of like a, a of a maritime type whiskey. You know that like medicinal, like seaweedy kind of smell. Just not a lot of peat and not a whole lot of smoke. And it's, it's, there's a nice, pleasant kind of dried fruit there on the back. Um, I initially got like a like a dried. Uh, like a dried cherry almost, but I was thinking it over and I was talking with my dad when we tasted this together. He got dried pear and then mine started kind of forming to dried apricot. And there's definitely a bit of a of a of a cinnamony spice on there, like a sweetness. There's a very pleasant sweetness on the back. The forefront is all oak. It's all um that brininess, that saltiness, not a lot of peat though. If if you're not a fan of peaty scotches, I think you'll really enjoy the nose on this. Now, according to Ardbeg.com, it is frightening, frightening, frighteningly. Can't say that word. Got the vocabulary of a second grader. Um, frighteningly intense suit and smoke. Um. Hints of aniseed and fragrant patchouli and quenched steel and saddle soap. So this is a very strange nosing uh, description. I actually don't think I've seen a stranger nosing description before. I, I, don't, I don't know what saddle soap smells like, nor do I know what quenched steel smells like. But I do get um, earthy components to this. And I almost get like a, uh, yeah, there's, there's no, there's none, none of that Ardbeg, that classic Ardbeg. There is some of it, there's hints of it, but it's just, it's very oak forward. It's very, I mean, there's, there's that, there's that salty maritime, uh, type of smell to it. Not a lot of that classic peat, not a lot of that classic smoked meat type of deal, um, just, just oak, you know, some smoke and then a nice dried fruit, um, uh, sweetness on it as well. It's one of the most complex noses I've, I've had, I, I've smelled it, There's a lot going on in this, especially at this cask strength level. Um, that higher proof is letting all of those, all of those aromas come out and it's very, very pleasant. So, without further ado, we're going to get into it, you guys. Cheers to another week. Thank you for tuning in. Shlanta. Ah, okay. I'm getting a little, I'm getting more of that smoked meat on the palate now. I didn't get this the first time. Um, I had this. But the one thing I do get that I got the first time is oak. This is... This is all oak, which makes sense because it's a double-charred scotch. Um, it makes sense that that oak characteristic, a car just went 100 miles past my apartment. I don't know if you guys could hear that. Um, it has that double-charred characteristic to this, you know, to this, to this scotch, so that, that intense oakiness 
definitely makes sense that it's it's this present that I'm getting it this much. Um, but on the on the palate, first sip at least, I'm getting that smoked meat as well. Not a lot of sweetness on the palate. Um, definitely a, a nice mouthfeel coats the mouth well. Um, not getting a whole lot of sweetness. I gotta go in again with it. really good um yeah more of that not even i'm not even really getting that sweetness that i get on the nose on this i'm getting a lot of like that tar salty smoked meat ah uh, yeah i'm I, i'm struggling to find a sweet note in this which i'm not complaining about i mean i love um these Isla Scotches, so I'm not really looking for something overly sweet in this. But with that being said, there usually is a sweetness under a sweetie, a sweetie, uh, <laughs> um, a sweet undertone to um, not just Ardbeg, but all Isla Scotches. Um, I'm just not getting it. Ardbeg.com says we should be tasting. Um, a, an oily mouthfeel with sweet smoke, dragon charred oak, grilled fair, black licorice, and a medicinal lozenge. Um, sweet smoke. I guess maybe like a barbecue. Like a like a like a barbecued steak. I can see that, like the sweetness in a barbecue sauce. Like tangy almost. This I, I I would that's an appropriate tasting note for this um for this whiskey. Tangy. It's got a tangy feel to it, like a barbecue almost, but that's really the only sweetness I get. That smoke is there. Uh not as not as heavy as, as with a lot of other Isla Scotches, but it's that that charred oak, that that briny, salty smoked meat uh, more so on the taste than on the than on the nose um uh, with a with a with a a pretty nice a pretty nice finish not getting a huge finish on this very good it's very good this is a this is a tough one because there's a lot going on, and especially because this is a cask strength, or it's a higher proof, at least 103 proof. Um, it's really letting the flavors expand. Um, and I feel like my thoughts are definitely going to change on this on this whiskey um, as time goes by, as it opens up a bit. I feel like I'm going to get different notes as the time goes on, but and I'm not mad at that. Right now, this is a very, very oak-forward Isla Scotch. Um, there's not a lot of sweetness to it. There's hints of tanginess. I think that's an appropriate term. And on the nose, there is a dried fruit aspect to it, but in a bit of a cinnamon, maybe, um, if I'm getting that correctly. But it's mainly charred oak. It's mainly uh, undertones of smoke, of salty, briny, medicinal, like uh, like seaweedy type of type of feel to it, um, 
and it's it's very pleasant. It's very good. It's very, very, very good. Um, this is probably my favorite Isla Scotch I've had so far, and I said that when I first had it. Um, I really enjoy the back tone of the peat. I like how they're, they the peat is taking a back step on this one, and it's really exploring that charred oak. I think it really, really works well on this um, on Ardbeg Scorch. I think they did a fantastic job. I'm very happy with this purchase, um, although I didn't purchase it. <laughs> um, at $150, I think I think this is a this is definitely worth every bit of $150. Um, with keeping in mind that it's a it's a um, limited edition committee release. So if this was widely available in $150, I'd probably say no. But because it's limited edition, I think this is worth every single penny $150 has to offer. If you find this, um, and I can only speak for this committee release. Now, there's going to be two different labels. Um, if you can find this committee release for $150, I would scoop it up. Um, I think it's worth every single penny. I think it's very complex. I think it's a very, very different Isla Scotch. Um, very different notes than typical. Like with Wee Beastie, this is very different than the other Ardbeg I've had on this on the show, Wee Beastie. And it's very different than the Lefroig cast strength that we reviewed a few weeks ago. Um, really in a, in, a, in a weight class of its own, this, this Scotch is. Um, overall score for this for this um everything coming together into one uh i feel lucky to have this uh i'm gonna rate it a 9.1 ardbeg scorch getting a 9.1 from who gives a dram um it's it's good (laughs) that's that's that is that should be the entire review ardbeg scorch it's good um and it might even be great um so so pick this up if you can find it, you guys. Uh I I think this is a special, a special, special scotch. So with that being said, I think it's time to head out. Um I appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Uh check out Snoot Glass to use the glassware that I use on every episode. www.snootglass.com, promo code WJD20. 20% off your entire order. Also check out The Grapevine Media, www.thegrapevinemedia.com. Um, and uh, keep on, you, you know, you guys keep on um, keep on drinking whiskey with me. I appreciate you guys tuning in every single week. Um, and, and I got some fun stuff planned. So uh, to another week, you guys. I will see you guys next week. Uh, Nick Bossy is going to play me out with Pretty New Diamond, you guys. Take care. Up in New England, that girl sure loved me We got together and brought things to life So I did buy her a pretty new diamond And asked that sweet woman if she'd be my wife Kind of feeling love songs are made of With that sweet woman spend the rest of my life Before she came along I was hurting But at the end of my tunnel I saw no light
my heart and I can't keep going Guess I'll just sit here and get drunk tonight Vows they meant nothing and she ran to a stranger And with Johnny Walker I'm passing my time I asked the Lord, what should I do? But I'm too drunk to hear him tonight So sit with my bottle while Hank Sr. singing I'm so lonesome I could cry Gave me back that pretty new diamond and broke my heart a second time. But I got the last laugh when I pawned off her ring, cause I bought me a dime bag and a case of Coors Light. And I asked the Lord, what should I do? But I'm too drunk to hear him tonight So sit with my bottle while Hank Sr. singing I'm so lonesome I could cry So sit with my bottle while Hank Sr. singing I'm so lonesome I could